Hi, I'm Angela Wood. I'm Josh Wood. And you're, you're listening, listening to Morning Wood. Can you tell me what happened when I was at your school the other day? Uh, I threw up. Yeah. Where did you throw up? On your hand. On my hand? Yeah. And where else? On my pants. On your pants? And where else? And on you. On me? All over my tummy? Yeah. Yeah. Did we get any on the floor? No. Nope. Because who caught it all? Uh, me. You. And who else? Who else Uh, caught it? You. Yeah. And that's all. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Was that super awesome? Yeah, and everyone gets, everyone gets, like, oh my gosh, we need to get something. Oh gosh, we need to get something? Yeah. Like paper towels? Yeah. And a trash can? Yeah. Yeah, and some bags? Yeah. Yeah. Were you feeling yucky? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel better now? Yeah. Great. Are you excited to go back to school tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, good. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, pretty much, that story pretty much sums up how my week has been. How about you? Um, a burning feeling culminating in an explosion? Yeah, that sums up how (laughs) I'm feeling exactly. Hey, at least you weren't the, um, the barf receptacle. Um, life could have been worse, I think, for you. Um, actually, it was kind of funny because we're in the moment and we're sitting in Carson School Library. And when we got there, I could tell something wasn't right. Like he he was very like snuggly and loving and he just wanted to hug on us instead of like bouncing off the walls. So I knew right away that something was up. And I was like, hey, bud, you know, and I was trying to talk to him and I was like, how was your day? What did you do? And he wasn't really having any of it. And I was like, are you feeling okay?" And he sits up and that's when I saw it happening right there on my lap. And I was like, oh, God. And there's this moment before someone vomits when you know it's coming. Yep. And you're a deer in the headlights. And there was nothing I could do but catch it. And I did all of it. Mom skills. Yeah, it was, I I feel like I should have earned like some sort of like Hall of Fame uh, title or a medal or maybe like a heavyweight box. You know, like the big belts that the heavyweight boxers get. I feel like I should get one of those for this. What? Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. And all of these teachers that are in the library are like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then Josh, Josh is standing there watching it happen. And I and he walks off and into the middle of this big library in the school and he's wandering around in circles like like a lost puppy dog i'm, I'm that sim <laughs> it's like you know when you put the sim in the pool and then you take away the the uh, ladder and it just swims around and because it can't figure out what to do next that was josh he was just pacing through the library wondering what to do as these teachers are like grabbing trash cans and paper towels and meanwhile i'm just sitting there catching it all Um, so we did not stay for the little after school assembly. We took him home. (laughs) 
Uh, and then it was crazy. I think I th- I don't think he actually was sick. I think he well, I mean, he was sick. I don't I don't think he had a bug because um, as soon as he had gotten it out of his system, he was fine. He was bouncing off the walls all day today. Just fine. No problems. Uh, so I think he ate something bad. But alas, Morningwood, your home. For vomit stories. Yeah, well, you know, it is a podcast about parenting, and if you've ever been a parent, you probably have been in a similar situation. And if you haven't been in this situation yet, your kid is probably not old enough. <laughs> You're probably still a new parent. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember those halcyon days. Remember when when we would get like grossed out about spit up? It was like, oh god, this is so gross. And now yeah, it's when like twelve, yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, man, this would be. This would be uh, spit up compared to this would be nothing. If ever there was a there was a metaphor for life right now, this would be it. Um, but uh, we missed last week too. That was my fault. Because um, in the in the in the spirit of disgusting story, uh, so I had surgery on my toe. You just named the episode. <laughs> I think I did. Uh, um, so almost exactly two years ago, um, thank you, Facebook memories for reminding me. Um, I opened our freezer door and one of those really big, heavy, um, kind of rectangular blue ice packs fell out of the freezer and landed like just square on my big toe. I, I don't think I've hurt anything. It, it hurt really bad. And I thought I was going to lose my toenail. Like, it got pretty nasty for a while. And, like, we just, I mean, I, you know, I just thought it would fall off and we'd move on. As but you it, do. Right. <laughs> um, but it never, it never fell off. And it never really got better. But we're out here in South Carolina. And when we moved here, I tried to find, like, a primary care physician. And I called, like, every single doctor in like a 30 mile radius and no one was accepting new patients so i haven't had a primary care physician since we moved here people were just amazed that somebody moved here like they're not (laughs) sure what to do with that you you did what yeah i mean why it wasn't it wasn't such a big deal because like i'm most of the time i'm fine i get you know strep throat here there but we have like a little uh like a or not urgent i don't want to call it urgent care it's just kind of like like small problem care uh, clinics that we can that I was going to whenever little things arose. But um, so I had this like <laughs> after three years of being here and not having a whole lot of support, I had a mental breakdown. And in my breakdown, I was referred to a primary care physician and I made the appointment with him and um went in for like my first workup and he was asking me, you know, like 9 million questions. Like I haven't had a new PCP since I was like 18. Like I've, I had the same doctor from 18 until I moved out of Texas. Um, and so I haven't done this whole like new patient workup stuff. Yeah. I haven't had a new PCP yeah. in forever. Yeah. And so I, um, so he was asking me all these questions about all these things and, um, and he was doing like the physical exam was 
checking things out and he saw the toe and was like what happened here and i told him about the ice pack and he was like when did you do that i was like uh like a year and a half ago like almost two years ago and he was like yeah we need to like take care of that like this is not a good thing and i was like oh great um so he was gonna he was gonna take my my toenail off and then he was like no this is too bad i want to send you to a real podiatrist which I only thought old people went to podiatrists. No. Um, aside from myself, though, like we've been now twice to this office, and it's been all senior citizens, senior citizens except for me. No, so, young people. Young people go to podiatrists like you when they need to for injuries. Like, like unless you have a chronic problem, there's no need to. Yeah. So I don't really have any proof outside of myself that seniors are. Um, the only people that go to podiatrists, but alas, I found myself in one's office, um, and she uh, she is crazy. Like she's the weirdest doctor I think I've ever ever like her. Be- I don't want to call it a bedside manner; it was like chair side, but like she was just bonkers. Like I don't know how to describe it. She she's from the Northeast. So I couldn't Same get a more. yeah. So I couldn't get a word in edgewise, which is I mean that's pretty tough for me. I'm the talker, and I couldn't get a word in. Um, but she basically gave me two options. She was like, "Yeah, we can take part of your toenail off, and it might get better, or it might not, or we can just take it all off, and then you know it'll be great." And I was like, "Well, I guess we'll do that one." So um, I did not really take the toenail and let God decide. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew what I was getting into, I guess, but I not really like I had Googled this prior to this um, appointment and I had watched like YouTube videos, which was a terrible idea. Um, It gave me massive amounts of anxiety. (laughs) Nowhere in the history of humanity has the phrase I looked up YouTube videos (laughs) been followed by anything good. That's possibly true. Um But, uh, yeah, and so I kind of, I had an idea of what recovery was going to be like, um, but uh, it's worse than (laughs) I think I even anticipated. It's, um, I actually think, like, the first two days were miserable. Um, The first day, I thought I broke down, what, twice? Or at least once. at least twice. At least twice, okay. Um, Because... They they sent me home um, with, like, um, an aftercare sheet of, like, how to take care of, uh, you know, after it, after the surgery. And it said the morning after surgery to, like, remove the bandage, soak it in um, some salt water, and then let it dry and rebandage it. So I thought, okay, this will take a few minutes. Like, I, I started, like, at 5.45 in the morning. And uh, the bandage was stuck to my toe, and it literally took me nine and a half hours um, of attempting to get it off before I actually got it off. Um, a lot, I think I cried twice. Um, I call. I think I called every um, physician or <laughs> nurse or anyone who's ever had experience in the medical field ever. Um, I. I texted my cousin Katie, who has done, like, the paramedic thing. I texted my mom, who didn't respond for, like, six hours. (laughs) My mom, the nurse, didn't respond at all. Um, I messaged my friend. Just her during her hibernation time. Yeah, I did. I guess so. Um, 10 a.m. I I texted my friend Phil, who's, um, who's, um, 
you know, a doctor. And I was just trying to get anybody who could help me figure out how to get this thing off my toe. Um, and they pretty much all said the same thing. Like, just keep soaking it. You know, it'll come off eventually. Just keep soaking. Yeah. <laughs> just keep soaking. But after like five straight hours in the water, it was not coming off. And, um, yeah, it was a mess. I was, I, it was traumatic. It was traumatic. For me. Oh, yes, that too. <laughs> um, so nine and a half hours later, I finally got uh, the bandage off. Um, but it was miserable. Um, so the first two couple of days were pretty awful. And then it started to feel like a little bit better. And then Tuesday, it started hurting like majorly again. My toe was red and it was getting yucky. And thankfully, my post-op appointment was Wednesday morning. Um, and I went in and they were like, hey, your toe's infected. And I was like, great. <laughs> like, I feel like that was the icing on the cake. It was like, oh, good. Oh, no, you know what the icing on the cake was? Was showing up for my 830 appointment. And the receptionist is like, you know, your appointment's not till 1050, right? And I was like, uh. The hell it is. I was like, no, my paper right here says that it's at 830. And she was like, oh, it was moved to 1050. And I was like, well, no, no one told me that because they hadn't called or told me anything. Um, so they graciously fit us in. <laughs> Um, so nice of them. So nice of them to fit us in when um, we were supposed to be there anyway. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's been uh, the big events of my week. Mm-hmm. Um, yay! I don't. I don't have anything big in my week. Most of my week is just consumed by the slow drip of dissertation and job market. Well, and then like. On top of that, you're like the air conditioning or the oh, yeah. the fan in his car went out. So he like it's cold. It's getting cooler, so it doesn't really matter. But like the <laughs> well, when I can't turn my defroster on, that's true. Well, um, yeah, but like the it's getting cold. It's just not blowing anymore. And then what? Yesterday, I guess day before yesterday, my tire pressure light came on in my car. Um, the garage door broke this week. Um, <laughs> um, oh, and here, here, another thing happened. Our couch broke this week. So we have this. Um, we bought adult furniture this year. <laughs> Shows us. Yeah, I know a lot of good that's done us. Um, it's not from IKEA. Um, it, it's this. It's this beautiful couch. I absolutely love it. Um, I I did love it until it broke. Um, and it has just I been. Still love it. Now there's just more of it to love. <laughs> no. Oh, I love both couches. We bought this couch. It was real. I really liked it because you you like you like picked the the fabric. You picked the like style of the couch. You picked the stain, like, the, it has wood, um, you know, uh, it's mid-century modern kind of style couch, so it's got the wooden kind of peg legs, so you get to pick the stain, and I was like, this is awesome, because it's co- totally custom to our couch, or to our style, and what we want, and the fabric is amazing, like, we've spilled stuff on it, and it comes right off, it is totally kid and cat proof, um, so we were really happy with it, except that, um... So it took forever to get here. It took four months for them to build it and deliver it to us. And then within like within like six weeks of having it, one of the the back cushions are tufted. So it has like the the like um, 
like I don't know what how do you describe it tufted. other than tufted. It has the little buttons that are kind of dimpled into the to the things. Well, it busted one of the cushions busted a seam um, on one of the tufts, and so I contacted them and was like, "Hey, my cushion busted," and they were like, "No problem, we'll send you another one." Well, six weeks later, we got a cushion. And then, and then, like a week after the new cushion arrived, another cushion busted a, a seam, and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> uh, another cushion busted!" And they were like, "Oh, we'll just go ahead and send you two more, just in case the third one also t- busts a seam." And I was like, "Okay, great," but we never, we never got the second and third replacement cushions because. Um, Shortly after I contacted them about that, then, like, the leg broke off the frame. <laughs> like, Josh's, Josh's got up early one morning with Henry, and what happened? Like, you were sitting there. Yeah, I sat down on the couch. I hear this creaking noise. I shift my weight. And it just crashes. Yeah. And so I contacted them again, and I was like, hey, y'all are supposed to be sitting as cushions, but our entire sofa just broke. And they were like, oh, no, no problem. We'll <laughs> replace it, but they but they were like, "Hey, we recommend maybe picking a different style of couch." And I was like, you "Okay." You guys are having a lot of trouble with this particular style. Oh, of couch. yeah, yeah, that's what they kind of basically said. And I was like, "Okay." So we we it was this huge saga. Um, it's just been back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And so um, since the since one of the legs broke, their recommendation was to take all four of the legs off and put the couch on the floor. Guys, this is not a solution. This is not a solution. <laughs> no, 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 because that's what I asked him. I was like, well, what are we supposed to, like, because if it's going to take another four months to get this couch, like, what are we supposed to do until then? Cause Sit on the floor. Yeah, and so that was their recommendation. Take the legs off the couch, put the couch on the floor, and use that. And so you that sit is... sit on the floor, you get the damn value out of the couch, <laughs> and you put up with it. Yeah. You ain't entitled. So that's exactly what we've done. We took all four legs off. Um, the couch is now sitting on, like, on the floor. The kids think it's a trampoline now. Now it's like we've been we were taking really good care of it. And it was like, don't eat on the couch. Don't jump on the couch. Be careful. With, you know, like we were being very diligently um, careful with it up until this point. And now I'm like, you just go ahead and eat that spaghetti <laughs> on the couch. It's not my problem anymore. Um Oh, you want to build a fort with a couch? Go ahead. <laughs> um, but now it's on their level, and they love it. They think it's great. And meanwhile, Josh and I have to fight over the, the two seats that we do have in the living room. Um, just because it's, it's nice and symbolic that our couch is just like, no. Yeah, it looked. It was such a beautiful couch, and now I wish you could. I'll I'll post a picture of what it looks like right now. Um, I will I'll post it to our Instagram and our Facebook page because it is just just the saddest thing you ever saw. Um, so yeah, so car, car, couch, vomit, toe infection. Um, am I forgetting anything else? I mean, oh, the garage door is still broken. Door, my slow march towards insanity. Right. Um, yeah. Hey, don't despair too badly. I have good news for you. If you're going to give me the timer, that is not good news. <laughs> no, not, no, no, hey, no. Hey, hey, program a game, write a dissertation, and find a job in 200 days. Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. You still have 203 days. Oh, thanks. 
That's exciting. 12 apps due this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Josh is in like, uh, Josh is in, I don't want to even say crunch mode. Josh is just in overwhelmed mode. Um, this is a marathon that I have not trained for. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, Mr. Procrastinator is not doing well at getting things done ahead of time. <laughs> Like Captain. Oh, who saw that one coming? Yet another <laughs> unexpected twist. Yeah. Captain Procrastination uh, waits again. That's like, that, that should be your memoir. It's not, it's not even that I'm waiting till the last minute. Except it's that they all are last minute. The thing is. All is, I've got is last minutes. You won't get to write a memoir because you'll wait too long to write it and then you'll die get a Ouija before you get board. a chance to write it. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, it's been a, we've been, the hard thing is, is, is weighing like when he's looking at these jobs, it's like, they're all over the country. They're all even outside of the country. There are places. Um, and it's like, do we want to move to this place? And the short answer is yes, because it's not South Carolina. (laughs) Sort of, sort of, uh, first in the Confederacy. Yeah, that that I, I still think there are places I don't want to go, even though they're probably better than here. I, I think they're lateral moves. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there's a couple of them. There's a bunch of them in New York, and I, which I, which I was like, oh, New York. Like I don't have anything against New York per se. I've never been there, um, so my perception of New York is pretty much. Only what I've seen on like t- the Today Show it's just and movies. A city. That's all you imagine. It's just a state-sized city. Uh, yeah. Um, I like. I imagine like you're either from New York City or I've heard of upstate New York, which I imagine looks a lot like upstate South Carolina. Like so you, so you think, trees and you think no you're either, civilization. You're either, you're either from Manhattan or a farm. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I imagine it. So, okay. um, and I also know that it's cold. Um, so. Um, that's about all I know about Manhattan or not Manhattan. See, so see what I did there? Wow. <laughs> about New York. That's all about no I know about Manhattan. New York. And so, um, I'm hesitant. I don't know. I wasn't even hesitant. It was like, okay. I and oh, and I know it's expensive. Um, I know that living in New York costs a fortune. So, one in of New the, York City. Well, I don't I'm pretty sure like the cost of living in New York period is pretty high compared to to like Compared where we're from South Carolina and Texas. Texas is pretty low on the cost of living scale too. Um, but, uh, so I know it's expensive. And then, so one of the things that we're looking at when he applies for these jobs is like what the salary will be. And then like, cause there are some States where I can continue working for baby list. And there are some States where I cannot continue working for baby list. And so we know that one of them, uh, that I cannot work for baby list at is New York. And, um, so that's something we have to consider with those jobs is like if we if he takes a job in New York, I lose my job. So that's something we have to to really weigh. And so I was like, well, it's New York. So the cost of living there is a lot higher. So probably the salary is a lot higher. And that is not the case. Um, <laughs> it's been really disappointing to look up these these New York jobs where like rent for a house is like four or five thousand dollars. Um, for like a a house comparable to what we're in right now is like four or five times what we're paying for rent here. But the salary there is crap. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was just in shock at what like New York 
uh, professor jobs paid. It was just absolutely dismal. Um, especially after looking at jobs in like NorCal where like, <laughs> where like Stanford's like, we're going to give you $12 million or I don't remember how much it was, but it felt like it could have been that much <laughs> compared to like nothing, which we're making right now. So well, the most you've made over the course of your life is 25,000 a year. Anything looks big. Anything looks big, but, uh, except for the cost of living in New York versus the, the pay they want to give you to it's teach fine. in New we'll York. buy a farm. <laughs> in upstate New York. Buffalo. That's Buffalo's in New York. Yes. That's where yes, that's is. where chicken wings come from. That's not what that means at all. Buffalo wings. It's not that's, that's Oh dear. Yeah, well. You you sweet city kid. Oh, you're a city kid too. You have no room to talk. I've been, I'm more worldly than you are. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant that I've been more places than you have. Uh, but yeah, so um, if those things weren't enough to explain why we missed uh, recording a podcast last week, I don't like. I don't know what other excuse you need. You're getting this for free. What else do you want? I know <laughs> all three of our listeners are probably really sad that we were not here last week, but we're here. We're back. Um, and hopefully, things will look look up. Uh, what else do we have going on this week? Anna goes to upstate marching band <laughs> competition. For all three schools. No, there's more than that. But um, they've actually been doing pretty good. They got first place at one competition. They got third place at another competition. I think they they might have a good shot. If they, if they do well at upstate, then they'll go to state uh, the following weekend. Um, and this week is our birthdays. Oh, right. Those things. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't know, Josh and I celebrate birthdays two days apart. I'm I'm the 25th and he's the 27th. Um, so my birthday is coming up on Wednesday and yours is on Friday. Yes. And these are not exciting years for us. No. Uh, Josh is turning the big 3-1. <laughs> Whoa, baby. Um, I am turning 35. What? Um, uh, what? So. What did you say? I'm turning 35. Could you say that into the mic? I, I did. Hear. I'm sorry. I'm turning 35. No, you didn't pick that up. You're trying again. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning 35. There you go. Own it. Own <sighs> it. I actually, it doesn't actually really bother me. What, 35 doesn't bother me. What I think bothers me is the proximity of 35 to like 40. <laughs> and you know what I wonder? I, th- I want every year around my birthday, I wonder um, about this, like, Cause I still feel like an immature, like idiot, like who knows nothing about real life, and I wonder, Your like, mom would agree with you. I'm sure she would. <laughs> um, but I wonder, like, when my parents, because my parents, like, had little, had three kids by this time too. I wonder, like, if they were also like, like, just, you know immature idiots and I just didn't know it because they were my parents and I was a little kid and I didn't realize like what a big bunch of dorks they were um like if were they flying by the seat of their pants the way I feel like every day is just flying by the seat of my pants like I think that's true for everybody I don't know I don't know I don't I didn't feel that as a kid like my my parents seem to have it pretty pretty put together that's what a parent does what are you (laughs) 
Like, I'm not going to have a panic attack in front of Carson. I mean, like, Carson, I don't know how we're going to pay these bills. Yeah, I, Carson, you've got to help. I know, I know, but like... Just, you got you to gotta help, Carson. You got to help. He's, you got to give a little. He's going to go get his potato bank and yeah. dump out all his yeah. pennies. Um, yeah, he, uh, that potato bank. Thank you, Sonny, if you listen <laughs> to this. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I always thought my parents had it together. And then in retrospect, it was like, oh, maybe... Maybe, you know, they've always been, like, adults to me. They, like, the idea of my parents being, um, you know, crazy idiots or, or clueless. Clueless. Like, that's what, that's what I, I feel like a lot of my life is a discovery. Like, I have no idea what to do until it happens. And then I'm just like, uh-oh, this thing happened. Like, catch and vomit in your hoodie at the school. <laughs> like, did I anticipate having to do that? Nope. Did, did I do it? Did you take a home ec class? Because I feel like this should totally be covered in home ec. I did not take a home ec class. Well, there's your problem. I went to a medical magnet, so I learned all about medicine, not about home economics. Well, that's that's the problem. We need home ec back in schools. Well, I know all about toe surgery and not enough about how to sew things. Well, that came in so very handy this week. Haha, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, how many breakdowns did you have again? Uh, the day after? Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I don't know, probably more than that. I think it was like, yeah. I don't even think you can count it as more than one. I think it was just like a constant panic from like 5.45 a.m. until 4.45 p.m. I mean, that's been the past two weeks for me. <laughs> two weeks? Come on. It's like the last 31 years for you. Cricket, 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 <laughs> cricket. <laughs> I don't have a comeback. Oh, because it's true. It's not true. It's Loki. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we're back. I don't think we have much more to talk about. If political things happened this week, we were so <laughs> busy barely staying afloat, we didn't pay attention. Oh, I paid attention. I just don't care. No, there you go. Uh, um, that's not even true. It's just... What did you tell me the other day? He showed me some, like, tweet... Or an, a news article or something, and I don't I don't even remember what it was. I showed you a lot of stuff. Um, but but my my response was like, oh, Trump did something stupid yeah. again. Like give like, where's the news? Like okay, so. Um, oh, in, it was the it was the military one. Insert insert Trump faux pas here, um, and somebody bring back George. God. He's <laughs> people are complaining he's too liberal now. Like Trump supporters are complaining that W is too liberal. I guess <laughs> that's uh, where we're at. That's where our country is at. I mean, George Bush had his problems, but at least he was, you know, adorable, a functioning president. Well, I guess so. Yeah, that's okay. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So, happy birthday, Josh. Happy birthday, Ange. And we'll. Uh, Maybe we'll be back next week. My maybe. birthday's on Wednesday, so maybe we'll Let's record a Wednesday birthday podcast. That's yeah, possible. Also, this is Thursday, not Wednesday. Oh, we usually record it on Wednesdays. We do. We're a day behind, and you didn't even notice. We're like a week. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a ride. It's Thursday. So, so if you have dumb jokes, <laughs> we need them um, more this week than ever. So you can email us at morningwoodthepodcast at gmail.com or you can shoot us a message on Facebook. You can message me on Instagram. You can tweet Josh at AM Wood Podcast. Podcast. I, I got on Twitter 
<laughs> this week for the first time in like five years. Did you immediately see how negative everybody is on Twitter? I didn't no, read anything. I just, just uh, um, I went and found the CEO of the couch company and I at tweeted him because I was pissed off about my broken couch and, I, and no one was responding. Um, but I got a response pretty quick after I tweeted the CEO. So, uh, hey, Twitter works. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, stay tuned to find out when and if we get our new couch or if we will permanently be sitting on the floor. Spoiler alert. We'll <laughs> be sitting on the floor. Forever. Until then, mm-hmm. send us your dumb jokes and, uh, we will see you next week. I'm Angela Wood. I'm Josh Wood. And this, this was, was Morning Wood. Can you sing me a song? Yeah. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up so high twinkle twinkle little star how I wonder what you are that was awesome thank you so much no, can you say can you say good night to everybody good night say sweet dreams sweet dreams